1: Hello everybody! Welcome back to the For The Girl podcast. We are so excited that you're listening today. It's going to be an amazing episode. We're talking to the girl who's close to burnout and oh my gosh, this is so relevant. We've been there a thousand times. So we're just excited to dig through it, dig into the word, all of the things. But most importantly, we're just excited to be chatting with you
0: today. I'm excited to chat with you, Macaroni. I'm so excited. I need to just go ahead and point out that I'm a little sick today. So I feel like I've got the raspy voice coming and
1: it's yes. kind of
0: hilarious. So You really do. I'm trying That's to still bring look. the energy though, even with the good. rasp.
1: <laughs> good job. Um, you guys need to know that we... Well, we we've started to record our podcast live. Like we used to batch them out. Now we record them every like Thursday, typically. So sometimes, of course, you get sick and you still have to record. Sometimes you just feel tired and you still have to record. I'll let you guys know on Friday. Well, we were supposed to record Thursday, pushed it back to Friday. Friday, we got on the mic, literally started recording. We were like, hey, welcome back to the Four the Girl podcast. And we were just flopping, so tired, so <laughs> grumpy. And so it's Monday. The podcast comes out tomorrow. We're here for it. It's all good. You are getting our
0: closest to live version of a podcast, which is kind of fun. And I've oh, been, Jim. you guys know, if you listen to the podcast, that we are always having technical difficulties. And it's a miracle right now that we're not I don't know what's happening
1: <laughs> oh my gosh my sounds probably still weird but it's okay guys we're still trying to figure it out we're working on Ken's audio we're not sure what's been going on so maybe I'm sounding amazing right now I don't know but
0: <laughs>
1: anyways okay we are gonna start today's episode oh my gosh. I know we're gonna start today I might have
0: cough attacks but <laughs> just bear with me.
1: Okay, what's the thing we're doing now? Today's top three? today Or this week's top three. This week's top three. Okay, so give it
0: to me, Matt. You know we love these random fun segments that have no purpose and meaning other than just some fun chatty times on the podcast. So I prepared three topics for us to talk about today. They're very random things. But the first one I want to talk about, Ken's, and I thought this was funny, is we got a comment on TikTok that this one girl said, she was like commented. She's like, my mind has been blown because the whole time I've had your voices swapped. So she thought that your voice, oh
1: my god, was
0: me and my voice is you. And I just thought, what a mind trip that would be, you know. <laughs> That would be really weird.
1: How did how did it get revealed? Because she saw you talking on the TikTok? Or yes, whatever? she saw a
0: TikTok. Probably. Of, I think, yeah, she saw a TikTok of one of us talking and was like, oh, my goodness, I've always had it backwards. And now this <laughs> is crazy. So funny.
1: Yeah, that's weird. How do you feel good about that or bad about that? Are you like, oh, no, what? She would think I was that girl with the valley girl accent?
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) considering that you're the one who gets hate on your voice. Like, yeah, (laughs) um, you know, actually, maybe that makes you feel better, kids, because uh, people just have been assuming it's me. Yeah, you never really know. Yeah, you never know. If you need clarification, um, I'm the blonde and I'm Mac. And Ken's yeah. is the brunette with uh, yes. with the valley girl accent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Owning it. I know. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, I am back. Yeah, you heard it. You heard <laughs> preaching the word.
0: <laughs> okay, that's uh, a really good one. I thought that was funny. So that was number one. Number two is because I am currently sick, and you're like the expert on busting a cold, essentially. Ken's oh. has a passion for whenever like anybody's sick, she likes to remedy them with all sorts of things. So I thought you could give us like your cold buster formula. Like, what do you, you know do? I love this. What do you do when you we start feeling a little sick and you just need to, to hit it head on. What should we do? Ken's
1: Oh my gosh, you guys. I love this subject. Like literally DM me anytime you start getting cold. I really do believe you can kick it out of your body within like the first 24 hours. Sometimes. Okay. So number one, sleep, sleep, lots of sleep. Okay. You got to, I, I'm not a big medicine girl, but I even take quill when I'm sick because you just sleep better and that's gonna make you feel better. True. Definitely drink lots of water. Which, by the way, Mac, your metal straw is probably making the loudest noises for all those. Is
0: it? I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry, listeners. It <laughs>
1: So, uh, that, drink lots of water, obviously. These are all basic. If you have access to a sauna, definitely get to the sauna. <laughs> She's big Let on the out. sauna.
0: <laughs> if you don't have Let access it to out. a sauna, you could just go outside right now and get in your hot car for 30 minutes. No,
1: that's not the same, Mac. You Come don't on. even know. Like you do At least not you're know. sweating. That's kind of true, but kind of not. Okay, so then also here's some other things like definitely like vitamin c vitamin d check those dosages because you want a lot of vitamins so like okay. you should have like ten thousand IU's of d3 this is and then you should which i do ooh, not I understand yeah you gotta up your dosages of vitamins so i don't d3, take any vitamins, vitamin so. c zinc you need some zinc? I can't oh my believe gosh, you haven't mentioned ginger shots passionate. yet. Normally,
0: that's the first on the list. Wait,
1: it's coming! Oh, it's coming. okay. And then, yes, absolutely. Go to your juice store and get like ginger shots, kombuchas. Like, there's a juice place near here that has like a cold buster. It's called. It heals your body, so definitely juices, <laughs> ginger, lemon, citrus. It's all vitamin C, but in food form. So definitely take your vitamins, though, Mac. Mac, you need to take your vitamins. Zinc, D3, vitamin C. I'm missing something. Like there's definitely, that's important. Hello.
0: Okay. Okay. When we go on tour every year, she literally like force feeds me ginger (laughs) shots and vitamins. Like I don't even know what I'm taking. And she's like, take this now. Oh my gosh. I'm always like selfishly
1: like making everybody around me take vitamins. Just like, I definitely don't want them to get sick, but I don't want to get sick. <laughs> so I'm like, if you're in my vicinity, you're taking vitamins. That's so hilarious. Wow. Thank I've been you, Ken. taking a good vitamin right now for all the listeners. We'll drop it in the link, but it's a vital protein multivitamin. That's on exactly. more up
0: my alley. Give me one vitamin to take. Yeah,
1: exactly. This one's like, I've always wanted to take a good multivitamin. And this one I found. And it's like amazing. So okay. it's a vital protein is the brand. Okay. Wait, I think. Oh, I need to put, drop it.
0: Okay, oh, wow. Anyways. I am over talking about vitamins. Can we me move too, on? Me too. Move <laughs> on, move on. <laughs> that was super helpful though. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. I'm going to go just load up on the vitamins okay next topic I thought would be fun to talk about is uh if some of you guys don't know the sister ministry to for the girl is called delight and delight is a college women's ministry Mm -hmm. if you're in college you got to check it out and in just a couple weeks we have our big delight leadership conference and it is the highlight of the year and so I thought it'd be fun to talk about like what thing from delight conference are you most excited about
1: Oh my gosh, do you know already since I just, oh, sorry, I hit the mic. Do you know already since I just talked forever?
0: Um, Yes, I have one. I have one. Okay, and it's go. a little bit of a secret, which is kind of fun. And I feel like we can drop the secrets on the For the Girl podcast. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so something really exciting that's happening at Delight Conference this year is um, our team has been working really hard behind the scenes for a really long time and some super amazing like, talented people and we are coming out with our very own delight worship music and oh. the first song actually drops like on Spotify and everything I think right. um, on Friday so you'll be able to like yes. listen to it on Friday but it's gonna be super cool because they're kind of like Uh, releasing all of the songs and we're doing all the songs as worship during worship at the conference. And I'm really excited about it. We're really proud of our team. They've just worked so hard on this. And I mean, Ken's and I are not musically inclined in this way. And so it's Mm. really, really cool that... They literally wrote these songs for the Delight community, for college girls, in a way that I think you can really relate to and connect with God. And uh, we're just really excited about it. So I think that's going to be something super cool, super fun, and something we've never done before. And so I'm pumped about that.
1: Me too. I'm so excited. Well, I'm just so excited for the worship moments as a whole. And that just like adds to it. Because it's always incredible looking around the room and everybody's just like so hungry to to experience the presence of God and like it just gets me so excited and I feel so humbled looking around the room every single time so those moments are so incredible yes and then I kind of a fun one I'm just so excited we're doing it at uh, Ridgecrest which is like kind of a camp vibe this year where we used to do it in Nashville at like a conference like center thing So uh, I'm just excited like it's a sleepover vibe and I'm excited to like run into everybody around the campus and be like hey what's up. Yes. Actually get to talk to the girls because usually it's really fast and you don't really get to like hear where they came from and what their chapter's like and how they became a leader and what their role is. Like all the things are so fun. So I'm like pumped to just like make friends with everybody. It's going to be the best.
0: It's going to be amazing. So yeah, so make sure that you pay attention this coming Friday. Uh, I don't know the exact date, but it's sometime early August uh, for the release of the Delight Worship. So check that out on Spotify, which is going to be so exciting. Just search Delight Worship on that Friday. And then also, if you are in college and you're not actively a part of a Delight chapter, you have to go to our website, delightministries.com and check out, see if we have a chapter on your campus. And if not, consider bringing Delight to your campus. We're always looking for leaders who want to create and invest in Christ-centered communities on their yeah. campus. Ken and I say it all the time. Delight is what totally transformed our life and has really been this really fun mission and journey that we've got to kind of lead and shepherd for the last 10 years. And so it's really cool and exciting. And so just wanted to, to make sure you guys know about Delight if you are getting ready to be in college in this month, yes. basically. August, September, which is crazy. So
1: Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. Yeah, you definitely got to look Delight up. It's the best ever. We met at Delight, and obviously our life would change. So so yeah, well, I'm so excited for today's episode. Um, as like the semester's starting, summer's closing, I think that this topic is really relevant for a lot of us in different places in our lives so it's gonna be incredible episode wait really quickly i got the actual name of the vitamin that i really wanted the world to know oh can i just say it really really fast yes you can it's called (laughs) okay it's called um oh shoot vital nutrient multivitamin okay everybody vital nutrient multivitamin you sound like this is sponsored
0: and this isn't
1: I know. I'm going to reach out to them. I'm going to be like, give me a code. Give me a code. All right. That's all we got, you guys. Let's get into today's episode.
0: Okay. So we're really excited about this conversation. And one of the reasons why I think both you and I, Kens, are passionate about this topic is because every time we put out an episode about burnout or busy schedules or heavy workloads, they get an unbelievable Mm -hmm. amount of listens. Mm -hmm. They just spike the charts. (laughs) And uh, we we didn't put this episode out to spike the charts necessarily, but we did put this out because it seems like so many of you are struggling with Mm -hmm. this. And... It's not that surprising because of how common it is in our culture. We live in such a hustle culture, a get-ahead culture, a like do-it-yourself culture. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just seems like everywhere we look, especially Christians sometimes, they are burning out. And along with burnout doesn't just come like exhaustion and being tired, but oftentimes burnout comes with Moral failure comes with relationship failure. It comes with uh, health issues and so many other things. And that's why I think this conversation is so important. Because if we allow ourselves to get to a mm-hmm. place of burnout, often it begins to just infiltrate every area of our life. And it's almost like that word burnout. <laughs> like I think of like flames and fire and like the the fire going down. But oftentimes when there's burnout, yeah. it ends up like setting flame to the rest of our life. It ends up like creating destruction. We often leave a wake of destruction. And I know for me, I have just been in some seasons of total burnout. And I know that I've been the person who put myself there. Oftentimes, the expectations that I put upon myself that God never asked me to fulfill. And then I look behind me and there is literally just a wake of destruction. (laughs) There are relationships that are fractured. There are um, just places that I've like not led in the best way. There are places where I've hurt people, where I've done things I didn't want to do or didn't set out to do. And so I think it's really cool that you're listening to this episode because I like that this one, it says who's close to burnout. So you might be right there on the edge, but I just believe that this can be a conversation that just brings truth to you again and helps you to just swing that pendulum back the other way to where you can enter into a season, not just of rest, from the burnout, but truly into a season of nourishment that can then propel you into the next season so that you won't go back to this place of burnout, Burnout that you will stay in a place of rest and nourishment, um, getting to just kind of be in a place of of beauty with Jesus. And so I'm really excited about this conversation. And so we we're, we're really believe this is for you if you just are that girl who has a super busy schedule because... You like to be that girl. You like to be known as the one who's like doing it all the things and accomplishing and all the things and achieving all the things. We're talking to you. If maybe you've had to work really hard in this season to, to pay bills or just to make ends meet. And you just feel like you're drowning under that weight and pressure. um, And you feel like you don't have another option uh, this might be for you if you're maybe just walking through a really hard season. Maybe it's been a really hard season mentally or spiritually or emotionally, and you just feel like it's chipping away at your faith, like you like are drowning under all of these things, and you can't even catch a breath for a moment. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe this episode is for you if you just have a lot, had a lot of pressure put on you in work or in school or others areas of your life, and you just feel like you're like. At your breaking point where you're like, the pressure has been suffocating me and I don't know if I can take it anymore. And so if any of those things are you, would you just lean in and mm-hmm. would you just like receive this open-handedly uh, as we just speak over some of the things that God has really taught us in our own seasons of burnout?
1: Yes, it's so good. Okay, well, we wanted to start uh, with a verse, a Bible verse that has been... Um, really impactful for us and in our life. It's been really foundational verse for me personally, honestly, there's been many times in my life where I've like get, gotten so pumped up from this verse and it's Hebrews 12, one through three. And it says this, it says, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith for the joy set before him. He endured the cross scoring its shame and sat down at the right hand of the, of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart um there's a part of this verse that has always stuck out to me and it's this it's been the the run part i'm like let us run let's go like i've always gotten so (laughs) pumped up about this verse um, or that part of the verse and to me that felt like oh my gosh i gotta run fast i gotta like go for it actually really fun fact i think you know this mac my uh i used to have this little saying in college that was like run faster it was like Go, go, It meant like chase after the thing you want. And my ex-boyfriend tattooed it on his thigh. Don't you know that? Run faster? <laughs> yeah.
0: Run. That's what you're known for? <laughs> this,
1: this that's really good. embarrassing for me. But guys, that really happened. But that's how much I was like so p- amped up about like running faster, chasing after like the things God had for you. Anyways, that's a side point, but I have always disregarded what it says next. It says, run, but with perseverance. Other translations say, like, with endurance, the race marked out for us. And this is actually, like, super, super key. Mm-hmm. Perseverance is the act of continuing to do something, even though the task is difficult. Um it's having to do with like that endurance, the the patience to do or to achieve something despite how hard it is. Then the core root of the word perseverance is to preserve. So which yeah. means to keep from destruction, to protect it, to keep it alive. So what I really think that the author of Hebrews here is telling us is that we, we do have to chase after these things and these callings and what God... Ha- uh, like this mission that God has for us on earth, but we have to do it without burning out. We have to protect yeah. our calling. We have to keep it alive. Um, so I guess the question then just comes down to like, how do we preserve it? How do we endure? How do we run this race marked out to uh, out for mm-hmm. us, but doing it with, uh, with
0: endurance? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's so good. Right? I want to say on that because I love this idea of you saying, telling people, run faster, run faster, run faster. And um, so Ken's is a runner, so naturally she's really good at running faster. I, on the other hand, am not a runner. (laughs) But every time we'll travel, sometimes she'll be like, let's go for a run. You know, like, let's go for a run together. So I'm like, okay, so we go for a run. And let me just tell you Kens's like normal pace and my normal pace are not the same. <laughs> and so <laughs> if I try to run Kens's pace of her normal pace, I literally burn out so much quick more quickly than she has. And I think that mm. that's something super true there even of like that endurance pace or that base pace that we know is going to protect our longevity in the race is going to be so different person to person and how it takes this like dance and it takes the training number one to figure out what is your base pace. Mm. Have you, you know, orange theory, like you have a base pace in orange theory yeah. <laughs> on the treadmills. And then everybody's base pace is different, but then you know if this is my base pace, then I can jump up when I need to and I can run faster when I need to. But me realizing that my run faster is gonna look so different than somebody else's run faster. And I think that this is something that's so nuanced to rest and burnout is this looks so different for every single person. And so if I try to implement your plan of rest, Ken's, or your plan of like running hard in the kingdom, I might burn out or I might not actually feel rested. And so I think even just starting here Mm -hmm. that like this is so nuanced in between you and God, between every single person, and that it might take you a season to figure out what is that endurance pace where you can be in the race for the long haul and the long time. And I'll say we've been in ministry for Mm -hmm. 10 years, and I feel like I'm maybe just now coming into stride with knowing my base pace and... I'm probably going to spend the next 30 years in ministry still trying to figure it out. And so yeah. <laughs> this takes time, but I love, I love it. We're just starting with this conversation.
1: Yeah, that's really, really good. Uh, I love it. And I think that these things that we're about to talk about, we have three, three, no, four main uh, kind of points or, uh, or things we want to challenge you. in. And I think that they, they are developed over time. And so yeah, take this personally, take it to your life, to your situation, to your calling, um, and apply it there because everybody's, um, is so different. So yes, I love that. Okay. So God is telling us, yes, we got to run. We got to chase after the things that's marked out for us. So we got to do this with endurance. And the first thing I think that we can do to run with endurance is to get focused, to narrow in on, what matters most, um, I really think that oftentimes burnout happens when we're just like over involved or tensions in a million different places and we're working on a million different things. Um, I, this is so relevant. I feel like for like your life in college you're in all these different clubs, you have all these different classes, 10 different friend groups, like you're trying to balance everything and quickly you can burn out. Um, when i think of actually someone in scripture that really did practice this that stayed focused and was able to persevere or endure i think about the story of nehemiah a lot of us might not know this story but it's pretty awesome he's known to be the man in the in the bible to have built the wall he's the man behind the wall um and just a little bit about him he was a hebrew man living in persia and served as the Served the king as the cupbearer, which meant that he basically just filled the drinks for the king, which is super funny. That um, in doing that, he got to overhear a lot of conversations. And at one point, he had heard that the wall in Jerusalem had fallen. And from that moment forward, as he was serving the king, he felt that it was his calling to rebuild this wall. He was determined to travel there and to rebuild it, which was a huge task. Um, he definitely couldn't be doing a thousand things and be building the wall. So anyways, he went there, he built the wall and it's actually kind of insane. I obviously had to Google this, but the wall was two and a half miles long after he had built it, two and a half miles long. It was 40 feet tall um, and eight feet in thickness. (laughs) That's really, really (laughs) giant. And guess how long it took him? It only took him 52 days basically no time because he was focused and Mm -hmm. i really do believe that when we stay focused on the thing god wants us to stay focused on we begin to actually we you know we labor there we work on that and we through that focus we actually Mm -hmm. start to see fruit and things like actually develop we start to see god in the midst of it and that really does keep us going. I mean, I can think of so many times in Starting Delay, or even for the girl in our podcast when we were spread in a million different directions and had our hands at a bunch of things. You don't really you don't really see the fruit of anything because you're just spread all out. But then once we decided to focus in on it, hey, we're going to like, we're actually going to record a podcast every single week, or we're going (laughs) to post like three TikToks a day, we're going to do this thing. And like, when you start to really focus and you have your determination there, you do start to see the fruit of your labor and that gets you excited. And that keeps us keeps us going and mm. actually though what I love most about Nehemiah's story is that the thing God asked him to stay focused on it was important but it was up it was kind of like it was very low-key it was kind of lame and absolutely hard work and I think that's really real to a lot of us like sometimes we want to focus in on this glamorous thing but sometimes the things that build most fruit in our life or the thing that God's calling us to stay focused on is a lot of times especially at the beginning something minor or maybe something behind the scenes and just staying there and not trying to also be in the front of the scenes at the same time of being behind the scenes is really important and um it really humbling and it's it's in those moments and in those seasons that Mm -hmm. god builds you up and he builds your endurance um and he gets you excited at the same time so anyways i think this is really yeah
0: that's so good i actually heard um, I don't remember where it was from specifically but I heard a message of some sort the other day and they they said this statement like if everything matters then nothing matters yeah and when I think about that in the the when I look at my schedule and I look at my priorities if I put the same value to every single little thing then I'm not actually valuing the things that matter most the things that God has ultimately said will you place this higher than the other things in your life and I think that yeah. this is a really humbling thing to have to do because yeah. <laughs> I think as humans, and I know this because I'm like this, I want to be all things for all people. Like I want to be the girl who always shows up, who always gets it done, who always has the answers. But I think every time that I I do that, number 1, it's a falsity, it's a false narrative because I'm not that girl. <laughs> I'm always failing, and always like you know, falling short of things. But I think what that does is it almost cancels the need for Jesus. And that is not what I want my life to proclaim. I want my life to proclaim a need for Jesus to show people that like, I can't do anything without Jesus. And so I think when you're able to prioritize what really matters in your life, yeah, you might, you might be like, not doing it and the other things. And you might be letting other people down and you might be failing in other areas. Mm. But isn't that beautiful that then Jesus gets to come in and be enough and cover that area? And I think that that keeps us really close to the heart of God. And I know for me, like in just seasons of ministry where I didn't prioritize I got so tired, and then I got really resentful at God as well. And I was like, God, why are you making me do all these things? Like, why are you making me do all these things? And then I kind of go back, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm doing all the things that God actually didn't ask me to do, and all the things that He did ask me to do, I'm not doing. And so I think if you're in a season of just feeling close to burnout, that thing I know that God has 100% asked of you is for you to draw near to Him for you to come and be mm. with Him. And so that should be priority in this season. And I think when we sit in the presence of God, He then gives us our priority list. He then tells us, he, he nudges our heart. He he puts things in our in our path so that we know, oh God, this is from you, this is priority. This is the place where I need to put all my eggs in that basket. Mm. And I think just as I look back on my own ministry journey, as I look back on my life, it was the seasons where I said, I'm putting my focus here and i'm i'm honestly gonna say no to the other things that's where i saw the most growth and so i love that story of nehemiah like the deepest impact he was able to go far fast because that was his priority and so yeah. i think there are just times for those sprints in our life when god is like hey i want you to go far and i want you to go fast with me and in order to do that yeah. you need to get your priorities in straight and that always starts with time with him so
1: yep yep we've said that for like a million years now of um the world might tell you to put your eggs in a bunch of different baskets and we're like hey no actually just put it all in one basket like yeah trust that god's like in that and it's humbling but it's through doing that, that you're going to start to see the fruit of it. And I totally agree. It starts with spending time with Jesus, asking him like where he wants you to spend, what he wants you to narrow in on, what he wants you to get focused in. That might mean you are going to have to stop doing some things, let go of some things, and then you just got to really hold close to this thing, like remember it. Um, and protect it maybe for you you got to write it on your mirror You got to always remember the why and then just come back to that over and over and over again be like no God, I'm fighting for this one thing mm. to stay focused on it not be spread thin and burn out. It's like so so hugely important um, Okay, so then the second thing we wanted to talk about is um, In order to prevent Burnout, or if you're close to burnout, to start to detach your calling from your identity. <laughs> this is huge. Basically, meaning don't make this thing—the thing that you're focusing, the thing that you're narrowed in on—your calling, your identity, or your everything. Um, when you start to do this, there's just you start to put a crazy amount of pressure on yourself. Um, and that pressure just like weighs you down. And for you, if you felt close to burnout, it might be this area. Like it might be because you just like have like put in a crazy amount of pressure or heaviness on this one thing and you've made it your everything. You've made it the only thing about you. And so of course this feels heavy. There's fear behind it and you're eventually going to run yourself empty. Um. We've absolutely been here before where we like made delight, the thing we started in college, our everything. Um, it just felt like it was the thing we talked about all the time with friends. It was like we the thing we were known for. Um, and gosh, we were like, We we are gonna do this thing and we set out for it, and it was what God placed on our heart, but then all of a sudden we made it who we were and even like, uh, even when we had nothing going on or nothing to do for delight, we just sat in stillness and still felt the pressure or the heaviness of this thing. It was like, you couldn't ever escape it because we had made it so much of our identity. And so I think this is like hugely important to learn how to detach it from, from your identity so that you actually can rest so that you can be still Mm. so that you can have quiet moments and not be like in this like mental, like, torture um so oh my gosh we could probably go off about this one right Mac
0: yeah and I think about this one I think so many I've talked about it but like so many of those unnecessary expectations came from misplaced identity uh, because I was trying to use my ministry, use my job, use my relationship, whatever it be, to prove identity. And if you're trying to prove something, of course it's going to come with expectations, and of course it's going to come with like tasks and and things. And you can prove it once, but guess what? You got to prove it again two weeks later, and two weeks later, and two weeks later. Yeah, and that hamster wheel cycle is exhausting mm-hmm. and there will come a time where you have to get off that wheel or you will crumble mm-hmm. and so i think this is a really cool way because it's it's not even a task necessarily you know detaching your calling from your identity it is just a mindset it's a posture it is a heart posture that i believe in order to do this, you have to let God fill you with who he is. Because if you Mm -hmm. fill yourself with who he is, he automatically tells you who you are. Um, I love that passage of scripture when Jesus is like, Peter, or he asks the disciples, who do people say that I am? And Peter says, like, for the first time, he proclaims, like, you are the Messiah. You're the son of the living God, savior of the world. And Jesus says, yes, because Peter understood the fullness of who God, of who Jesus was. He says, yes, and you are Peter. Mm-hmm. And that's when he gets renamed. And he says, and on this rock, I will build my church mm-hmm. and Peter through knowing who God was, knowing who Jesus was, the son of God was, he got to know who he was. And he also got better assurance of his purpose and his calling in life. And mm-hmm. so I think if we can just go back to that little passage of scripture over and over again and say, like, am I trying to like fulfill my calling without knowing who my God is and letting who my God is, tell me who I am and who that is, who that person is that God has said I am, that is what leads me to my calling and my purpose. And so I think it's backwards in our mind and it's backwards from what culture tells us, uh, but it is the most peace-filled way yeah. and the most purposeful way to go about living into the calling that God has placed in our life. And so. Uh, like, study the names of God, like, get, like, almost get back to the elementary level of who God is. You know, that God is Father, God is King, God is Protector, um, God is Jehovah Jireh, God is Healer, all these different things. Like, go back to that and let, almost just hold tightly, grab a hold of that, because I believe those are the things that are, again, uh, then again, gonna tell you who you are. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just think it's powerful. That's really, really good.
1: That's so good. If you're close to burnout and this one like really resonates for you, I would say too, like for you, you might need to take a moment or a season to like actually detach. So like, stop doing Mm. this thing that you're pursuing and simply rest. It's really hard. We've had to do that before, but it's really, really, you said the word peace filled and it is so peace filled to just be like, okay, God. This was yours to begin yeah. with. I'm just going to drop it right now. I'm going to just drop yeah. it. I'm going to take three months. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to do anything about yeah. it. Because you can't keep going with it attached to your identity. And there's no better way to like yeah. separate it from your identity than to stop doing it altogether. And
0: <laughs> I will say, I took a three-month sabbatical from uh, work one time from Delight for the Girl, all the things. And yeah. it was... The best thing i've ever done and i will tell anybody that but it's also the most uncomfortable thing i've ever done because the first month when everybody asked me what are you doing this month mackenzie like what's going on in your life i'm like well nothing I um, am living in my parents' basement. I am hanging out with my mom and dad, and that's about it. And it was almost <laughs> this unraveling of me realizing all of the things I would, like, tell people to impress people, to get worth from people. And it was super uncomfortable at first, but the things that God revealed to me through that posture were the most powerful things. And so I can say with full mm. confidence, like, sometimes She's dropping like, it is do the best thing can do. Yeah, because then I got to enter back into Delight for the Girl, all the things with this new, like, open hands, you know. I know who I am without it. And so, therefore, I can go back into it not trying to claim identity in it.
1: Yeah, that's good. And I really do believe if this is something that um, is true for you, like, the Lord wants this for you, too. And that thing that He's placed on your heart is, like, he, he cares more about you than, than the thing that you've built. And so he's here for you too. And like, he's rooting for you in that season. And I know like I've heard this a million times that the Lord doesn't need me. He doesn't need Ken's to like make it all happen. Like he, that'd be, that's so prideful of me to think like the Lord, doesn't need you in this thing right now he needs you to just rest and so yeah and then if this like kind of resonates with you if you're like ooh, I could see this becoming true like I could see this thing becoming my identity I think for you just like actively being aware of this this is something no matter where you're at you're gonna have to continue to practice but just actively being aware of it like it's even in the way you talk about it to your friends like not being like oh my gosh yeah I am the I am a podcaster. I am the co-founder of Delight. Like just like trying not to talk about those things, like not making it who you are through conversation. If you find yourself like being anxious about what you're doing when you're not doing it, um, you need to to. To practice like putting it away closing your computer like actively start practicing closing it putting it away dropping it a little bit and i really do back to that verse about running with perseverance to preserve it you've got to protect this area you've got to rest you've got to be attentive to how it's affecting you and your identity so this is mm. huge so, so big. Big. okay um, the next thing we want to talk about, this one's really simple, but I think that it can be easily dismissed or disregarded if you feel close to burnout, and that's to learn to rest in Jesus. Um, Matthew 11 verses 28 through 30 says, then Jesus said, come to me all who are weary and all who are, who are weary and carry heaven bur- heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Um, it says, take my yoke upon me. Um, let me teach you because I am humble and gentle and you'll find rest for your souls for my yoke fits perfectly. And the burden I give you is, is light. And I believe this about Jesus. Like I do Mm. believe that when we rest in him, that he makes everything lighter. I mean, this is why we always encourage everybody or this is why I have time with Jesus. Like right before I go to work, a lot of times, even when I get back from work, because I'm like, gosh, I want to just rest for a second. I need to just let my weary soul be in the hands of a good father for a minute to rejuvenate me, to fill me up again. It's always been hard for me. Like I really sometimes have like, like practically this kind of makes no sense, right? You're like, okay, like I have a lot going on. Like I have a lot to do. Why would I like wake up earlier? Why would I like study scripture right now? This all just feels like so hard you just feel like you have zero capacity for everything i can even think about church i'm like why am i even going to church why am i even going to a worship service because like i have to get up like i need to use my sunday mornings to just sleep or whatever it all sounds like very like unproductive but it actually is the most like productive thing you can do um but you might have to rewrite this for yourself like Mm. Maybe for you, like if you're close to burnout and maybe resting with Jesus just hasn't felt restful because that can be really true. Maybe you need to like chill out on your Bible reading. Like maybe you just need to like pick up something different a less intense study and just sit in like simple words or simple stories, simple Psalms. Maybe for you, like if it has been hard for you to get up and you've, been doing it, but it's like running you empty. Maybe you just simply need to get to bed earlier so that you can get ed- get up early enough to make it happen. Um, yeah, I think that there's so many different things, like even just canceling plans, sometimes to spend a night in the word or spend a night with mm. Jesus, do something you actually like to do with him. Go back to the things, you know, you love like journaling yeah. or sitting in your car and listening to worship music, going on a drive. Sometimes we think we like can't do these things or we forget about them, but you can go back to those simple things, the things that feel the most restful to you more than ever. This is important.
0: Yeah. And I'll say one thing is I had to really learn the distinction, especially in my like twenties after college, college is so crazy and wild. And you just like, will take any little moment you can get. And then Yeah, I don't know, you kind of are learning more rhythms of rest as an adult, but I feel like I had to really learn the distinction and the difference between rest and resting in Jesus because I think they're different and I think that you need both. I think that there are going to be times where you literally need to get home and maybe for you need to turn on that TV and like zone out for an hour and watch a show and like just let your body and your mind rest for a second and that's okay, but don't count that as resting in Jesus, because resting in Jesus looks so much different. And I think in order to rest in Jesus, you've got to shut out the world, and you've got to put your attention on Him. And this yields a different kind of rest. This is a spiritual nourishment. It's not Mm -hmm. just like a, oh my goodness, my body needs to veg out for an hour. And I think sometimes you got to be able to recognize, oftentimes for me, when I know I need rest, the first thing I'm going to do sometimes it's just like, I do need my body to like rest. So I'm like, lay on the couch for an hour and I'm like, Ooh, I needed that. But I, I know that what is going to be best for me is to that second hour, not continue to lay on the couch, but maybe that second hour is when I need to get up, go for that walk and talk to Jesus and, and let him restore my soul. Let him be that yoke. I love, we went on a staff retreat last week and Ken's was saying how she didn't (laughs) know that yoke was the, uh, the farming equipment and if you don't either you're in good company but that a yoke is essentially like two cows being put together the piece of equipment that would connect two cows that they could then like farm essentially and knowing that like when you link up with Jesus when you link up with Jesus your burden is e- is immediately lifted it's immediately lighter because someone's sharing the weight with you and so Physically resting is so that your body can be restored. But resting with Jesus is so that then that workload gets split between you and him. And, and he's mm. the one driving you forward. He's the one carrying you forward. His type of rest is so much more than just like the band-aid on your weary heart it is the actual instrument that takes you into the next season and so i think for me just knowing that distinction because i would always be like oh my goodness i'm so exhausted i need to literally spend a day on the couch with like ice cream and i would only feel more tired after that and so i think you need both and always going to that rest in jesus and figuring out what that looks like for you because i think it's different for every person but
1: yeah that's really good so good, and that race does make so much more sense now. <laughs> you guys, I truly was like at Staffordshire. I was just like, wait, who in this room? Thought that a yoke was always an egg yolk. I literally always just pictured an egg yolk and had no idea what the verse actually meant. So I love this. And I was just sitting here thinking, I was like, what is the other verse that has the word yoke in it? And it's the verse like everybody, well, there's probably more, but I was just thinking of the, the main one. And it talks about like, you know how when two people are equally yoked, like a man and a woman are equally yeah. yoked. They're a good pair. It makes so much more sense in this context. <laughs> like, what could this mean? Anyway, yeah, what does okay. Mean? So good. So learn to rest in Jesus and do that like today, you guys. Like if you're close to burnout, this is like a top priority. I mm. think some of the other things we talked about are maybe a little ambiguous. Like you're trying to like, it might take some time to figure out. This one is a starting place. It might have yeah. maybe should have been number one. But like you can like just right now, today... Cancel some plans, like change up the way you're reading your Bible, like act- or put down the Netflix. I don't know what you got to do, but actually spend like an uh, intimate restful moment with jesus and i do believe he'll Mm -hmm. he'll almost immediately give you that peace or that uh lightness that you're like so desperate for right now so that's right now go do it go do that one again the very last thing that we just wanted to talk about is um asking god for extra strength in this season if you're close to burnout like i really do believe that if you're close to burnout, I guess, and and the thing that you're running after, the race marked out for you, if you are running after that thing that Jesus has put on your heart and you know that this is what he has for you in this season, um, I do believe that he can give you extra strength. He can, like... Mm. He can be, he can give you that fire under your butt that's going to keep you going in the most supernatural way. I really didn't want this podcast to be like that classic podcast that tells you to like stop doing five things tomorrow and like just say no to a bunch of things. I know that strategy does work in seasons, but for you, if you're just like, okay, I really can't like cancel a bunch of stuff. Like this is just what my life's looking like right now. And I see God in the midst of it. I just want to empower you to ask God for extra strength. I think of the, um, Mm. In Isaiah chapter 40, it talks about how he gives power to those that are tired and worn out, that he offers strength to the weak. Um, it says even use that will, that become exhausted and the men will give up. But those who wait on the Lord will find new strength when other people basically are getting exhausted and falling and tired, like with Jesus, you can actually find a new strength. It says that they'll fly on wings like eagles and they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. And I really do believe that God offers this in a supernatural way when we are like chasing after the things that he has for us. So... I hope that that encourages you and I hope that even leaving it on this note, like God is like your biggest cheerleader and in, in the midst of this busy season for you, like he is rooting for you. He knows that you can handle it. He He's right there by your mm-hmm. side. Um, and he'll give you the strength that you need to accomplish the big things that he's placed on your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Really good. and. I think there are seasons where we we were built for dependence. And so like I love that yeah. there are seasons where we cannot physically do it without depending on our God, without God coming through for us and not to be ashamed of that, but actually to be like <laughs> excited about that. Because like that means yeah. that God has to show up and you're going to get to see a move of God in your life. And so I think as long as you are like setting yourself up especially we go back to that identity thing if you're finding rest in jesus if you're not doing this to prove identity and if you are focusing on what matters most and you're still needing that extra dose of like god you got to do this like then you're right in the center of where you're supposed to be and i kind of feel like i'm gonna every time that i have to like write something or like that's a big project or prep a message i feel like this i'm like this is too hard and this is exhausting and this is draining But I know I can only do it out of a total dependence upon the Lord. And so I love that. Honestly, through exhaustion, God can still call us back to himself. And, yeah. and he really is the medicine to our souls, the healer of our hearts and the ones that renews us and lifts us up. And so yeah. it's such a cool way to end. And so, yeah, we hope this encourages you. If you're that girl who just feels so close to burnout, if you're teetering on the edge, we just remind you, number one, to get focused, narrow in on what matters most. Uh, number two, detach your calling from your identity. Work really hard to figure out those ways that maybe you you have been adding things to your to-do list to prove something or to to make yourself more of something that God has not asked you to be, cut those things out. <laughs> Number three, learn to mm-hmm. rest in Jesus. And really do learn that distinction between rest and resting in Jesus and make sure that you are finding the time and space to just truly let Him um, just place his yoke upon you. And then number four, ask God for extra strength in this season because he will come through and he will pull through. And that place of dependence is actually such a beautiful place to be.
1: Yes. I love that. Yeah. You guys, I'm so excited for you all. Like it said, where we started in Hebrews 12 to run with perseverance, run with endurance, that race marked out for us, fixing your eyes on Jesus. It's going to be the coolest thing seeing just like you guys run that race and see God show up in the most beautiful ways, but doing it like protecting your calling, being so near to him. I am excited about that. It's going to be good. Um, Well, that's all we have for you today. Catch us next week. We got a good series going on. I'm not sure what the next one is, but I know it's something, something, something good. We're stirring it up in the kitchen. Love it. Love (laughs)
0: it. All right. For the Girl Fam, we love you and we'll catch you next week.